Ooh, okay, guys, so here are five autism meltdown triggers that differ from being a kid to me being my age now. All that and more is coming up. Hey guys, welcome back to the Aspie world. My name is Dan. I have autism, ADHD, OCD, and dyslexia, and I make weekly videos on this type of content. So if you're new around here and you'd like to learn more, remember to hit that subscribe button by clicking the notification bell down below. And if you're watching over on Facebook, which is give this page a like and a follow to see more videos just like Whoa guys, welcome back. What's going on? This is the Aspie world where we think differently daily and my different thinker squad what is going on? You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for joining me for another video. If you're new around here, don't worry. We're getting into the swing of things very, very quickly. And there's like all the stuff on my desk that keeps like, just I keep hitting other stuff on my desk. I don't know what's going on, you know? Anyway, so before we get started with anything else, I would just like to ask you guys to go over to Instagram and Twitter and give me a follow on those platforms because I make content there too. And I love following you guys and having friends on there. So just go and do that. Hit me up in the DMs, you know, whatever, all that lovely stuff. I would like to thank today's sponsor, which is Timo, the mobile app design for autism and ADHD and I use it on my Apple Watch and my iPhone and my iPad and my MacBook Pro to help organize my day and stay on track with everything from getting up, brushing my teeth to remembering my mask because you know these days you have to, to going outside and performing a task like buying milk from the store. So if you want to check out Timo there is a link in the description below so please check them out. Timo are amazing, I've done a lot of work with Timo and they're a fantastic company, highly trusted and they get my seal of approval. Okay guys, so in this video, I basically wanted to outline five things that were like trigger factors that could cause autism triggers, meltdowns, anxiety meltdowns from when I was a kid to how I am now because you know I'm 34 years old and when I was a kid that was a long time ago and so some of those things did they change did they not change and this is quite a fun exercise so I basically listed out five things that I feel like are quite interesting things to talk about and then I went through and thought about how they were when I was a kid and then how they are now and it was insightful for me because I was learning because I was writing this down it was like an exercise for me so we're going to go through each one of these right now buckle up get yourself a cup of tea chill out relax and Dan's gonna do the talking. Like, I feel like I talk all the time anyway, so. Anyway, if you're enjoying this, these type of videos, please give this video a thumbs up. Appreciate it, love you. So, number one is days out. Now, when I was a kid, I had an issue with, uh, if we went somewhere like to somebody's house and they were making food, I'd have a huge issue because I'd be like, oh, dang, I'm not gonna like any of the food and I'd start freaking out and I'm like, <sighs> so we'd go on a day out somewhere, I knew that the cafeteria wouldn't have any food that I want or like, you know, so we'd have to like make food at home and we'd take them out and if there wasn't the food was there and there's all the big thing and then I would like, get into a tizzy where I'd just freak out and probably not even eat. And I wasn't really bothered about it because I was such a fussy eater anyway. I wouldn't really get like super hungry. But like in terms of actually just having food and knowing that I was taken care of uh, was something quite, it was a huge, huge issue because food is a huge issue because I was, I was you know, aversion to certain textures and tastes and smells. So it was really difficult for me to, um, to actually find food when we were out, uh, unless it was like, you know, your super simple kind of like hamburger and fries, which is a plain burger in a bun with just fries, you know, no no sauces, no no onions, no nothing. Um, but, you know, get, that was me as a kid. Now, if we fast forward and look at me now, when I go for days out, I think the issues I have is communicating my needs and what my needs are to other people. Like if we go to like the zoo or we go to like uh, an activity center or something like that, or we go to do, I don't know, an outing, it's hard for me to explain to the staff or the other people what I need if, they have, if I have issues with certain things. And this, um, I know you guys can totally relate to this. So uh, yeah, drop me a comment down below if you can totally relate to what I'm saying right now. I just feel like when I'm trying to say things, I feel like I'm 
talking to the people and then they look at me blank faced as if they don't understand what I'm actually saying and they ask me a couple of times to clarify and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, am I making any sense? Is this gibberish? Am I blubbering right now? And I guess to a certain extent, I probably am. But you can see how they differ, you know, like, because I'm older, I can take care of my own food and I, I can take food with me and I'm in control of that because I'm in control of my, whole, my own life the whole time I'm out. But the things that I can control are the exterior things, like communicating my needs to other people, where my parents would have been the people taking care of that when I was a kid. So it's really funny how that like flipped itself around. Okay, number two is work slash school. So when I was a kid, I had like super sensory issues with um, anxiety and uh, of, of the kids and trying to focus on what the teacher was saying, you know, like, so I didn't go outside and play in the playground with other kids. I stayed indoors and I, and I played on the computer. Um, and when they went to their swimming lessons, I actually stayed indoors and they, they locked me in a classroom and that was kind of weird. I mean, the 90s was a bogus place. Like locking a kid in a classroom, I mean, what if there was a fire? You know, I was in there alone as well. I was only like seven or eight. Crazy times to be alive, huh? So uh, I had super anxiety going outside to be in all the kids, going to the, the you know the, the auditorium assembly sessions and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it was just really difficult to focus on what the teacher was saying. So I kind of just like blanked out and I kind of just, you know, sat there doing my own thing. And I didn't really learn an awful lot because of those malpractices that I weren't getting from the school. Now, if you fast forward to like now, uh, when, when I last had a, um, a job or I was sitting in a, in a desk job, um, one of the biggest issues I had was understanding uh, what my boss's requests were. Like what, he was asking me to follow tasks and I'm following tasks and I was like trying to sit there listening. I'm like, I'm really gonna focus and listen to this task and I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna get it. And I didn't get it. And I'm like, dang it, I didn't get it. Dang it, I didn't get it. I don't understand what he's saying. I had to email him and ask all the time. So trying to understand what my boss was saying, trying to understand the complex nature of offices and the sounds and the, the he and the, the phones going and the ah, you know, that was a vast different world to that when I was a kid because when I was a kid, I, all I had to do was worry about focusing. But when I was a, an adult, focusing and taking on tasks and answering the phone and being around other people in a strange environment, whew, yeah. There's no big um, question as to why I became self-employed really, is there? Okay, so number three is supermarkets. And this is interesting. So when I was a kid, the biggest issue for me, and this is what I wrote down, was sensory issues with lights, sensory issues with sounds, and sensory issues with smells. Because like, uh, you know, the lights were too bright and I was in my in the trolley, my mum was like pushing me around on the shopping cart, you know, when you have those kids seats and you sit in it, and then she gave me some like Billy Bear meat. I know you guys know exactly what I'm saying. Smash that like button if you have had Billy Bear meat. And um, so yeah, I'm like driving around eating this meat, but then like there was all the smells from the deli counter, it was overpowering, and then there was like loads of lights and sounds, and it was just like, oh my god, there's loads of stuff now. And I really didn't like going to the store. I liked being with my mum and sitting in the trolley being pushed around, but I didn't like the sensory overloads. But if you fast forward to that now, I have sensory issues with people, um, which are just people like bumping into me or getting too close to me or like, you know, people being weird, like when you're trying to get something and they push past and just people in general are loud and just obnoxious, but also have issues with sensory issues with light, sensory issues with sound, and sensory issues with smells. Those never changed. Like, those, it was really interesting. The only difference between a now and a kid is that now I have issues with people because I'm not sitting in a trolley cart being pushed around by my mum. So yeah, I mean, those are really, really close together. Okay, so number four, daily routines. So when I was a kid, um, the biggest issues I'd have if there was a bump in the daily routine uh, that created like a mass panic, like not knowing what's gonna go on. Like I anticipated to go on a school trip with the school, but then like the bus would break down and that kind of bump in the road and we'd be late going there or whatever. That would all like freak me out and I'd have like a huge kind of like worry attack about that. And it was something that I, I didn't like, you know, I was all quiet and it was just hard, it was just not a nice experience. But if you fast forward to today, 
uh, my, my biggest issues now is trying to plan my routine uh, with actually having external pressure from outside. So I'm trying to plan my day, but then you have unexpected external pressure from outside. Like, oh, you know, the doctor calls and you have to go to the doctor's office or like, you know, there's something wrong with the, the, the internet in the house. I have to phone somebody to do the internet, you know? And it's, it's kind of weird. It's like the responsibilities have changed rather than just focusing on the routine. And I have to focus on the routine and hopefully nothing goes wrong in that. But also all this external stimuli, which I was protected from because my parents used to take care of it, all of that stuff gets lumped on top as well and becomes quite overwhelming and that can send me into a triggered meltdown, which is quite interesting because about a year or two ago, I actually had a huge um, trigger where the postman would knock the door or put a letter through the door. I'd like freak out and like I, I had such bad anxiety that I wouldn't even go outside. I wouldn't go out anywhere because like um, at between eight and 10 o'clock in the morning, I just worry it's sitting in the office here like shaking, like, oh my goodness, you know, like what's gonna happen? The postman's gonna knock the door and it's like, it just worried me. Uh, even to the fact that Naomi, uh, my girlfriend had to come down and like get the, the, the postman uh, deliveries when, when they came but um yeah with a bit of like therapy and some medication that i kind of overcame that but still it's things like that that really impact me in today's society so and number five is clothing now this is really interesting when i was a kid i used to have sentry issues with certain types of clothing and and, and, and colors and textures of clothing like i wouldn't wear jeans and i, I had to wear like uh, comfy like uh, you know jogging uh track pants and uh i used to have like uh, pockets with everything i had to have pockets uh, which i actually called pox which is kind of funny because i was such a cute little kid you know <laughs> nothing's changed but i had to have pox in my trousers and i had to have like um you know comfy just like dead soft wear um, but if you fast forward it now, the, the really interesting thing with clothes for me was having to choose the choice of wearing uh, clothes was two things really. The one is the choice of wearing clothes. Like I'd, I'd come down, I'd look at my wardrobe and I'd be like, oh my goodness, like I, what do I wear? And that that that, uh, that choice factor was really worrying and, and, and gave me anxiety to the fact that I just used to wear like, just what I had on, like pajamas or whatever, just a bit slobbish really, I guess. Um, but then I, I made the decision to actually change my uh, wardrobe to a capsule wardrobe to make it minimalist. So everything I wear is everything that I feel really comfortable in and works. And I spent some money buying some clothes from Abercrombie because they were like, they have like a really soft uh, sensory kind of clothing line, which I'm wearing right now. Um, and the, it was just really good because now I don't have that pressure of my wardrobe. And then the other thing was like prints on t-shirts, like prints used to freak me out. Like I get too triggered by, I used to have like Marvel tops, like, you know, flash and stuff on it. And they were cool. I love those movies and the comic books and stuff. But the problem uh, is that those were too triggering. Like those, those prints, those animations on my shirts were too triggering and it sent me off into a tizzy. So yeah, the capsule wardrobe thing is 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 excellent if you'd like to see a video on my like organized capsule wardrobe to give ease of choice to give ease of patterns and to really sensory calm me down um i would love to do a video on that but i want to know if you want to see that please let me know in a comment say dan do the video on the capsule wardrobe i want to know what on earth you're talking about boom that'll be super awesome guys if you think this video can help somebody please share it on facebook and twitter that would make me so happy and give this video a thumbs up subscribe if you haven't already and i'll see you next time guys peace